Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio. Thank God it's Friday. All right, so golf tour championship. We're getting closer and closer. Uh, it's a point system. Kind of like NASCAR, isn't it? It's exactly like NASCAR. Isn't that it's weird? A playoff system, the way they have it. And what they've done is looked at football and basketball and determined that playoffs draw the biggest attention. And so golf has morphed toward that, too. And they've done it now for the last, oh gosh, better than a decade. Tour Championship is the final regular season event. That doesn't mean they don't play golf again. There will be, of course, Ryder Cup is coming up. But in terms of the points given by the FedEx company that has the point system, the this is the final event. So you have the top 30 points winners for the year, the top 30 who compete in this event for an $18 million first prize. That's not the purse, folks. That's the first prize, $18 million. And to reward the top player, the top points getter, he starts the tournament at 10 under par. That honor belonged to Scotty Scheffler. So Scheffler began the competition yesterday at East Lake in Atlanta at 10 under par. At one point, he was 13 under par. And then he fell apart. Oh, my. He finished at one over for the round. That puts him at nine under for the tournament and puts him out of the lead. So who is in the lead? Well, you have the the likes of Victor Hovland, who's had a two under par. Hovland was at eight under to start the tournament. Colin Morikawa, who shot a nine under on the course, came from way down on the list. He is at 10 under par, along with Keegan Bradley. Those three are at 10 under par, sharing the lead. So what happened to Scotty Scheffler? He was one over. Now keep in mind, he was 10 under to start it, so he trails by one. And there are a host of others, including Rory McIlroy, who are very much in the hunt. McIlroy, unfortunately, has a bad back. But this competition continues through Sunday. The winner gets $18 million. Alone, $18 million. That's a lot of money, folks. That is a lot of money. And golf is one of those games where it's unfortunate when you start having those diminishing returns. You can't just step away and walk away and clear your head and... And, you know, because it happens it, whenever you're playing golf, especially if you're having a bad day, you're having a bad day and you can't just be like, you know what, <clears throat> I'm going to walk away from this. It's you got to finish it up. And that's unfortunate. Oh, no, you could you could leave. You could <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess you you're, could. You're out of the tournament. <laughs> if you do. I mean, you, they're waving goodbye <laughs> to you. But. <laughs> and no more chance at that money. All right. Well, like we said, though, golf's tour championship, a lot like NASCAR's, they're getting close and closer. Uh, what are they doing this week? This is the first round of the uh, NASCAR playoffs. Now, this is what they do in NASCAR. Everybody plays, but you only have a certain number who qualify for the big prize and the points championship, although they continue to have races. The first of the playoff races is this Saturday night, and it's at Daytona. <laughs> and this is one that kind of is nostalgic, I guess, for NASCAR fans and for the media because the 4th of July used to be a big race at NASCAR, the Firecracker 400. They always held it at Daytona. Well, they don't hold it anymore. They hold it now, and it's called the Coke Zero 400, and it is the first of the so-called playoff events. So after the next three races, the field will be cut again from 16, then down to 8, and then down to 4, and then the two who compete for the championship, which will be out in Phoenix. So the race is tomorrow night under the lights, and how interesting this should be because Daytona started the season in uh, with the first race. That's where NASCAR started, and now they're going to end the regular season. 
at Daytona. And then it's on to the playoffs. So it'll be very interesting to see how this shapes up. Yeah, exciting weekend for both of those sports. All right, last but not least, uh, Team USA in the World Cup basketball competition. When do they start? They start tomorrow morning, and it's at 7.40 our time, 7.40 Central Time. USA is playing New Zealand. It should be a win for the USA. The New Zealand team doesn't even match up. I, you know, on paper, they don't. To the USA, which are all NBA players, very young, very strong, very talented NBA players, but they aren't the big names. Nonetheless, they, they being the USA, went through the exhibition season with five consecutive wins, and they were against some pretty good teams. Uh, Spain, the number one team in the world, went down. Greece, Germany was up by 16 points last Sunday, and USA came from behind to win it. Uh, so it'll be the USA against New Zealand, and that'll be at 7.40 tomorrow morning. They're playing, the USA plays all their games in the Mall of Asia Arena. That's huge, in Manila. That's where they'll play. Now, all the other games for the other teams are all occasionally outside the area and so forth at, at other cities. But in this case, USA plays at center court in the big arena every game. When do the Cardinals and Royals play this weekend? They will start again tonight uh, on the on a, on the road. Uh, neither played last night. Cardinals will be in Philadelphia, Citizens Bank Park, to play the Philadelphia Phillies in a three-game series this weekend. The Royals go out to play the Seattle Mariners in Seattle, and the Mariners are very much in the playoff hunt. This will be big for them. Now, the Springfield Cardinals did play last night. They took on the Corpus Christi Hooks. Had the game on TV, kind of rooting for a short game. Of course, it turned out not to be one. It's over three hours long. 12 to 10, the Springbirds came away with the win. That ball, it's light air. It's light. It feels heavy to folks, but in warmer air, it's lighter, and that ball was flying out of there. <laughs> so from a scoring standpoint, an exciting contest, and the Cardinals win it by a score of 12-10, and only they weren't the Cardinals last night. They were the cashew chickens. Oh, they're back to the cashew chickens again. Or I think two more days, and that's it. And they go back to the Springfield birds. <laughs> All right, well, good for them. I'm glad they were able to get the dub last night while you were out there. All right, uh, we had a doubleheader in uh, NFL preseason yesterday. Um, I got the chance to watch a little bit of that Colts game. Same as always, though. It's preseason. I didn't see either one of them. Pittsburgh, Atlanta, which was won by the Steelers 24 nothing, or the Philadelphia Eagles-Indianapolis Colts game. But I did look at the box score, the Indianapolis Colts game. Well, I wonder how Hurts did in this game. Did he, did he get the ball? Because Indianapolis won it by a score of 27-13. to 13. Let's see, Hurts, quarterback. Huh, name not even there. He didn't even play in the game. And most of the frontliners did not for either team. So the Colts get the win, and it's the Steelers who get the win. There are a whole lot more games coming up tonight and this weekend because this is it. This is the final exhibition weekend. The season begins next Thursday. I beg your pardon, not this coming Thursday, but the following Thursday, September 7th, when the Chiefs take on the Detroit Lions. That's the regular season game. But the Chiefs do play tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about that here in a second. Cut day coming up Tuesday, though, so just be paying attention. That was kind of interesting to see the uh, Eagles or at least some of them not play. I was wondering if that had something to do with them being beat up from the uh, brawl they had. I, I, think that I think they're the ones who did the beat Yeah, that's what I heard too. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe their hands were sore. Uh, all right, back to the Chiefs. Yes, you are right. They got one preseason game at home, and that is tomorrow. Noontime, Ned Talk starts at 10. It does indeed. We'll be in here live at 10 o'clock for our hour-long pre-pre-game show, Ned Talk. That goes from 10 to 11. Then we pick up the Chiefs Network at 11 o'clock, and then it's football from there on in. 
This is a kind of interesting little exhibition game. Most of these exhibition games, folks, are at night because, after all, it is summer and it can get to be a bit on the warm side. Well, we have had the uh, much-publicized heat dome over central United States and principally over us right here in Missouri. Well, the Chiefs are not moving their game. They're playing at 12 noon, and that'll be uh, really interesting because it's the Chiefs and the Cleveland Browns. I don't expect Kansas City will play Patrick Mahomes any more than one quarter at the most, or the regulars any more than one quarter. Tell you who won't be there, and that's Chris Jones, and that is bothersome at this juncture. Nonetheless, Chiefs and the Browns tomorrow, 12 noon, with the pregame show starting at 10, and you'll hear all of it right here at 104.7 The Cave. Don't freak out, guys, if you're planning on going up there tomorrow because the high in Kansas City is 86. So that'll feel like 55 after the last. Well, <laughs> unless you're sitting in the sun. Yeah, unless you're in the sun. But then if that's the case still, if you've been outside at all this past week, I'm sure you're used to it and you are ready to go. Ned, you have a wonderful weekend. I'll see you on Monday.